Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Open Book Besties. I'm Misty Walker here with my co-host. Hey, Webster. And we are, again, not going in with a plan. Never. I feel like we... If we have a plan, we don't listen to it anyway. Yeah, true. And can I just say that, like, I forget the name of our own podcast every single time we start this. You guys have no idea what it what what goes on before we hit the record button. Well, what happens is we usually we chat we catch it or catch up with each other for a little bit and say some really funny jokes and then we're all mad because we didn't record those funny jokes and it's like we better record our talking. Yeah, yeah. And it's usually a whole heck of a lot of um, scrambling with technology. Mics in. <laughs> like mine, because I had the, I just rearranged my office. I have this little cord that goes to my mic, and it's just this little teeny tiny black cord. And it was missing. And I'm like, great, I need this. And I searched everywhere. I searched every little nook and cranny. And then I was like, it better not be in the attic because I don't want to go in the attic. And lo and behold, I opened the door to the attic and I hear this really spooky sound like, Ugh. and I was like, oh my gosh, what is that? And then I look over and then there's that bag of cords. And I was like, I bet you it's in there. So I grabbed it really fast and I shut the attic door and I locked it. And then I went over to my desk and there it was just sitting right there in the basket. So... I found it but then I needed this thing whatever this thing is the muffler or, or whatever it's called <laughs> <laughs> so that I don't sound so you know Darth Vader-y yeah you were sounding pretty breathy before that it's like hello <laughs> just kidding yeah. not that breathy okay good because <laughs> I was like okay because the last podcast you the our producer Ty said that I needed to really get all up on that mic like all up on it yeah you could probably scoot even closer right now to be honest let's get up a little bit here we go there you go better i can bring my there we go is that better okay yeah (laughs) i can turn it out make make love to the mic (laughs) hello 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 And you just switched around everything. So now you have this lovely little corner. Yes, this is my studio. Oh, you're so (laughs) fancy these days. (laughs) But really, it's not that fancy. It's just vinyl, um, like sheets that I typed or hung up with. Yeah. And I don't know, it made it look like it was wood on the wall from far away. I mean, I feel like from far away, you can't really tell that unless you're really looking it looked it looks really pretty I love it and I'm so proud and then I didn't have to paint or anything so yeah (laughs) but two weeks ago I switched mine so that I didn't have an ugly background and I was like oh yeah I'm feeling so cool now I have my books in my background I mean granted there's still some ugliness with the boxes and stuff but I was feeling so cool and then you came up with this and now I'm knocked back down second place yep (laughs) (laughs) well and that that's um that's quite a feat to become second place with me because my stuff's always like special as can be like my decorating and I was thinking about that the other day I was like you know 
I don't decorate very well. I just throw stuff out there and hope it looks good. And everybody else, like, you know, you've shown me pictures of your house. It's all pretty. And mine, like, we have no decorations at all because like on the walls, uh, the only things that are hanging yeah, on the you walls, do. You know, but it's not like real decorations. It's like um, framed um, music albums and stuff. Like it's not real. Yeah, but that's you guys. Maybe. And then upstairs, it's like, it's like, it's like um, chaotic clutter. It's no, it's organized clutter. Does that make sense? That's yeah. what the upstairs is. There is so much up here and but it's somehow sort of organized, but yeah. there's so much to look at. Like, I feel like a, a new person who hasn't been up here would just be like, Oh, I got to look at all the things. <laughs> there is a lot, but I love it. I love, I love all the spaces that you've created. Yeah. And I'm pretty soon we're going to outgrow this house and with my book stuff and we're going to really have- are. Mm-hmm. And the next house I, I'm going to get, I'm going to have like built-ins on the walls like, oh my gosh, that would be so nice. Everywhere. And I saw someone, another author who I think I saw it on Pinterest or maybe they did it on Instagram. I don't know, but they had taken the, um, it almost looked like they converted a kitchen into their office. Oh. So they had a center Island where they would package their books. Okay. Yeah. And then they had open cabinets up top where they like bookshelves. Okay. Like, yeah. So it was like bookshelves in there. And then the countertops, they had it where it goes, you know, like a, like a U shape. And in this corner was a desk and in this corner was a desk. So two people were working there and then they had all that counter space and then they had closed cabinets below. So it really was like a kitchen without the sink and the stove, but like that kind of layout. Yeah. I was like, that would be so cool for just like the office portion. And then like if it went down further, then it could be more of like the storage. Yeah. Like all the stuff. Yeah. I was like, man, that would be really, really cool. So I'll have to remember that one day when I'm trying to get, you know, my big mansion. Yeah. (laughs) You do need a (laughs) bigger house though. You you've outgrown yours. Mm -hmm. And luckily we live in Oklahoma. So the cost of living is like way cheaper than most places. So I'm gonna go find me this farmhouse or something and live my best life with goats. Yeah, out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and books, books and goats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would really like to, we have this, when you walk in our front door, there's just this really awkward space that I have no idea what the builder was thinking because it's the length of an entire room. So you would think that I, I think it's for a formal dining room, but I'm not even positive about that. And so I just have like my recliner in the corner, my bookshelf, and then our dining room. Um, but the ceiling goes all the way to the roof and it's a two-story house. So it's, you know, huge up top. And then we have a loft right above that. And I just think if we put, continued the flooring all from where the loft is and then enclosed that room and then just had a hallway going straight down to where the living room is any of this making sense? Mm -hmm. That could be like the perfect office for me. But Ty's like, you want me to erect another floor in our house? 
just so you can have an office? I'm like, yeah. I mean, is that too much to ask? He's like, um, (laughs) he'd rather probably buy you a different house. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I'm like, you and your dad can't do that in a weekend. What? I don't understand. (laughs) That's so funny. Well, you need to get like a, like a little, um, mobile she shed or something, hook it, carry it out to the property. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Just take it with me either here or there. I, we've talked about getting me like a little shed in the back and maybe we will one day because he is working in the loft. And so when the kids get home from school, it's like loud and he's trying to be on phone calls. So I am thinking a she shed would be uh, closer to reality than erecting a fl- another floor in our house. <laughs> and I've seen people make like other authors make cool yeah. sheds that, cause I think you can get those things that like I don't know, Lowe's Lowe's. for not very much money. And your husband, he, he might not be able to erect a whole nother floor or whatever, like you were talking about, but he could probably really, you know, make an awesome she shed for you. That really awesome kitchen thing with his dad. And I feel like he could do this and you can make it super cute. Yeah, I think so too. I'm going to get on him about that. See in Oklahoma, we can't have little she sheds because when May rolls around, there'll be no sheds. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Tornadoes will blow through and rip those out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That would be my luck. I would build this little she shed and put all this effort into it and then <laughs> gone the next tornado season. Oh my gosh. That would be so sad. I know. Well, and I told I told Matt, I said, you know, I really want to move to the country. You know, I keep pestering him like all the time. Yeah. Tired of hearing about it. But I said, we could build like this big shop and we could build a kitchen in there and a bathroom. And then we could get one of those really nice campers like Misty has. And then we could just live inside the camper, inside the shed or inside the garage thing or whatever, the shop. And my sister was like, you're going to have your camper inside the building. (laughs) And I was like, yes. And she was like, why? And I was like, I don't want to be outside. like this made like perfect sense to me and Matt was like yeah that's a good idea and Holly's all over here like what is wrong with you people I love that Holly's the voice of reason between you two (laughs) if I had a she shed it would be like 85 degrees in there at all times I'd have like heated floors and I might book bookshelves all around oh it would be amazing I'm so it's only been like a month and I'm already tired of being freezing I cannot warm myself up see I'm just I'm ready I'm ready to get rid of this heat and move on into the holidays I I know we've talked about this a lot but I am (laughs) really ready for the holidays to the point that I just spent an insane amount of money on sprinkles what I showed you was not all I bought. I bought more. Oh no. And one has already come in and I was like, oh my gosh, I was so excited. I had like all these little pretty little things. And ah, uh, there's just, I don't know. I want to, you know, I'm on a diet, but I'm going to bake. I'm going to bake and bake and bake. <laughs> I'm so excited to bake. And I went to like Christmas shop and I want to like, you know, listen to Christmas music. I don't know. I'm so ready for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So are you not going to eat any of your baked goods? 
Oh yeah, I'm going to eat them. Oh, okay, good. I'm going to eat really good the rest of the time so that I can eat these baked goods when I make them. Yeah. So, but Smart. mostly I want to get in there and just bake. Like it's fun. Like when, especially like, okay, so like me and Holly, we, um, and my mom too, we'll get together like around the holidays and bake cookies right before like Christmas Eve or something. So we'll have lots of little snacks for the kids and stuff. And cause we do like a little get together. And um, I don't know, it's just, it used to, we used to involve the kids and it would be like this yeah. big ordeal. Yeah. But then we realized they, co- they complained a lot. They made a big giant mess, mess. Right. And um, it was always like, they, they didn't want, it was like, oh, can we do this? Oh, can we do that? Can we go play outside? And after a while, it was like, y'all are sucking the joy out of this. <laughs> so last, I think it was last year, might've been the first year, but me and Holly were like, what if we baked without the kids? And she was like, yeah, that's a good idea. So we did it and we had so much fun. It was just no stress. You know, we just, you know, and the kids played and they played yeah. with each other and they hung out, but it like, we didn't make it a thing with them. And they came in and sampled treats and, you know, bugged us here and there, but like the project was ours and we didn't like make it this thing that involved all of them and forced them to be crafty when they're not. Right. <laughs> and it was so much fun. And so I'm looking forward to doing that again and just you know just chit-chatting and baking things and I feel like I've upped my game on my cooking so I feel like I'm ready to have (laughs) you've become a chef over the last few months I know I I really have I mean not to pat myself on the back but dang girl yeah I'm gonna reach through there and pat you too because you're doing awesome and used to you know me I am very like all or nothing yeah and then a lot of times I, I go, I, I start full steam and then I peter out. Yeah. And for me to be doing this for like six weeks in of just constant cooking and meal planning and grocery shopping and cleaning out my cabinets and really like, and trying to eat better. It, this is, a, I feel like I've made it a lifestyle change. I really do. Yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of it was like, I wasn't confident in the kitchen, you know, remember mm-hmm. like my very first time to try to cook chicken the other, like. For the audience who's listening, I was door dashing like what seven days a week, seven days easily. a week, yeah. easily. So not only was that really ridiculously expensive, it wasn't. You know, when you get ordered in food, it's just not as good as when you go to the restaurant. You know, and you can get Cheesecake Factory, but it's just not as it's cold because by the time you know because it's far away or whatever. So we would get all these things, and then by the time it get to us, it would be just like rubbery, and you know because we live out kind of far from all the good restaurants and it was like why are we spending all this money on just blah food and we were just feeling gross and now that I've been cooking even though it's a little bit you know stressful sometimes because I don't know what I'm doing and I'm just winging it I'm so happy afterwards because we don't feel just all like and it tastes good and I feel like um you know we're we're putting good stuff into our body and I don't know what it is. Like I, I was feeling more energetic and I thought it was cause I was like working out a little bit. I think it's the food yeah. because Matt has been more energetic too and doing stuff lately. And he has like, like back problems and stuff. And so for him to feel energetic, I feel like maybe the food was really weighing us down. Yeah. I mean, like all the toxic junk that's in all of that stuff, you know? Yeah. And- cause even when you eat at a, you know, 
there's really no difference in the nutrition value of eating from McDonald's or, you know, Cheesecake Factory. It's all just crap. Right. Lots of, you know, fried stuff and yeah. So anyway, we've, I've been cooking for my family, but as I've been doing this, it makes me realize that I don't have all of the stuff that I need to be a proper chef. Yeah. So $130 worth of sprinkles. I know. I know. (laughs) And and I bought, what did I buy yesterday that was totally unnecessary? And it came in the mail and I was like, oh, well, one was that food saver thing that I bought and oh, it yeah. vacuum seals your food. And so I'm really excited to meal prep with If that. you need any tips or tricks, hit up Ty because he's addicted to his food saver. Really? Okay. I don't, yeah. I'm going to ask him because you know I'm going to have tech, I'm gonna have some tech support questions. Yep. <laughs> he's I, got I, you. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to do this because, and then my friend Erin, she meal preps and she makes like soups and, um, and she does them like individually so that, and then she freezes them and then she vacuum seals those little, like one cup of soup or whatever. So then whenever it's a night that she doesn't feel like cooking and everybody's just kind of whatever, she just says, okay, who wants this and who wants this? And they all just get their own little soup and she heats it up and puts some fresh ingredients with it or whatever, if it's like chicken tortilla or something. And um, then she, you know, it was like in the microwave it didn't even take that long. And so yeah. I was like, this is a fantastic idea. I have to, I have to get smarter on, cause you know, you're being an author and working from home. It, even if you're not an author, when you work from home, your, your, um, your hours never end. You're always working. So it's really hard to just cut off working and then oh, jump into mommy mode and let's right. do this. Let's do that. And so the more shortcuts that we can take, the better for me, you, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there, you know, that were like me, it was, you know, you'd be working and you'd look up and it's six o'clock and you're still working and the family needs to be fed. And then it was like, okay, DoorDash, you know? Yeah. And so it's, this has been an adjustment for me because it's been taking a, a lot more time um, that I obviously don't think I have, but I've been making time for it. And um, it's, if I could, you know, make those, make some meals ahead, I think that would really help. So yeah, it would, it would be just as easy as picking up your phone and easier making a DoorDash order, you know, it would taste better because it would be hot. It would be fresh. Everybody would still get whatever they wanted. And, um, Avery, she really loves McAllister's and, you know, we like it from time to time, but she wants it like every single day. And it's like, no, we can't have that every day. And she only wants it because of the macaroni, which personally, I'm not a fan of their macaroni. I took by it one time and I was like, Bleh. but she loves it. And I told her on Sunday, I said, how about I learn how to make like a copycat recipe of this and we'll get this, you know, get it to where we can maybe re- like freeze it in, in little yeah. individual things. And then she can, when she's wanting it, she can thaw it out and microwave it or whatever. So yeah. I found a, a freezable make ahead macaroni type thing. So we're going to try it. It might be a fail, but I figure we're going to try it anyway. You had a lot of fails early on, but you haven't had a lot anymore. Like you have really done, I'm just really proud of you. I think you've done an amazing job. Thank you. Yesterday I made tuna steak. 
for lunch. Wow, yeah. for lunch. And Holly was like, what are we eating? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know, we're gonna experiment. And I was like, if it's not good, there's sandwiches. And she was like, okay. And, and then I made it and she was like, Chrissy, that was really good. Like she wasn't, you know, it's different because yeah. it's like a steak, but with a kind of fishy taste, yeah. but it, you know, and then you have to cook it kind of where it's still red and still system. red. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was the part that we were both kind of having trouble wrapping our head around, but it, it did turn out, you know, good. I'm going to try it again and, you know, experiment with some flavors. So nice. That's awesome. So next time you come visit me, I'm actually going to cook for me. Yes. I'm going to cook for you. We're going to have good stuff. No more dinners of despair. No. How embarrassing. I think back that we had, I can't believe I made you eat that. (laughs) That was so terrible. That was literally the worst. We had one night where we didn't have plans like to go out or anything. And we were, we weren't like starving. We're just a little bit hungry. And it was like sandwiches or these, these things that you had in your freezer that were supposed to be like, I don't even know. No um, carbs or something. Yeah. It was chicken. Like instead of a tortilla, it was like chip processed flattened chicken that was like wrapped around stuff and when I tell you it was the most disgusting I've ever had in my life I was like what are we doing why are we eating this I'm sorry (laughs) I'm sorry it's okay he fed me well every other time that's okay and and I hook you up with coffee so that's all that matters right yeah coffee is the only thing that matters literally and I told Jessica (laughs) that the next time she visits that we're gonna make charcuterie boards Ooh, fun so she's like I I don't know if you know this about her but she is like amazing at like appetizer food presentation and all that kind of stuff and so if you've seen her like with her little her kids birthday parties they are like so impressive like I, I can't even begin to tell you how impressive these birthday parties are. She goes in pictures. Yes. And then when she has like get togethers with her friends and stuff, you know, we don't have get togethers with friends because we don't, you know, <laughs> we do don't have friends. Things, but you know, we can live vicariously through Jessica, but yeah, they have, um, she like makes a spread on the table with like, you know, all this fun looking, delicious, beautiful things. And I'm like, so next time she comes and visits, I told her we're going to do this and, you know, show everybody how, how she, I mean, we can learn from her and watch her do it. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. It'd be fun. I books at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I would never make one, but it's fun to watch other people do it. (laughs) Well, you know, you never know. You might make one for like um, Christmas or something. If you had like a family, like if you, if you had family in town, it might be something fun to do. Like a, you know, how we have like little, um, finger foods and stuff it just might yeah. be something fun and they have different kinds like she makes some that are like candy and stuff with yeah, kids. dessert and right there's yeah. all these different themes so I thought that would be really fun to do like um and I don't know and just like go live with it or something and then yeah. show people and then talk I don't know I, I thought it'd be fun so I've never made one but I've done a lot of research on them because Kian loved a good charcuterie so Yes. Yes. And I loved that about that book. <laughs> I was always, I had it like it pictured in my mind what he was serving. I was like, oh. 
<laughs> that's the extent of my charcuterie knowledge is what Kian did. <laughs> well, I did, I made one for my sister's baby shower, Julie, when she had Kingston and oh, it was Kingston. nothing, it was nothing like Jessica's, but I was proud of myself and everybody's like, oh, that looks good. And I was like, thank you. But it was kind of like the Walmart version and Jessica makes like <laughs> the sex fifth Avenue version, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so like someone would have paid for mine but it would have been like ten dollars that they would have paid for it <laughs> instead with of a hundred <laughs> yeah with hers they go pay a lot more than a hundred I mean she puts like <laughs> exotic looking stuff on there that I've never even seen like cheeses and nuts and meats that you know that I've never even I don't even know what it is olives yeah. and all kinds of stuff but it's cool and I would totally be down for trying it yeah so. It'd be fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Speaking of things that are fun to watch, you have a new project going on. Yes. Yes. I've been so doing for those who haven't seen, explain it to us what, what you've been doing. Okay. So I've been doing this um, Amazon live stream thing. They basically, a couple of years ago, they asked me if I want to be an Amazon influencer. And I just guess I ignored their email <laughs> and I just <laughs> forgot about it. And then, and then back then I was not ready. Okay. I was just was not ready. And <laughs> then I met a, a girl who is an Amazon influencer and she's like, you could totally do this. It would be fun, blah, blah, blah. It'd be good for your books and stuff. And I was like, that's a great idea. I could do this. And so then I was like, oh, I think I'm an influencer already. I remember seeing this email. So I pull out the email and they're like, oh yeah, we, um, you got canceled because you never did it. <laughs> it's been two years, lady. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I emailed them and I was like, I'd really like to do this again, if that's okay. And they're like, okay. So they reinstated my access or whatever. And um, basically Amazon has this thing, which I never even knew existed. And, but if you look, when you get on Amazon and you look at the little bar, it says Amazon live or Amazon, yeah. like something like that. And if you click on it, it has all these like live videos and it's basically kind of like, um, lifestyle bloggers who talk about the stuff that they use and things like that. And so there's a lot of like cooking and, you know, cooking shows on there and um, just like tech shows where people show all their little gadgets and um, fashion and stuff, but there really isn't any book stuff. Um, my yeah. friend Erin, she does some book um, interviews and stuff, you know, like a couple times a month or whatever. And so she inter interviews people and, and that's cool. But other than that, there's nothing out there really. So I've been trying to do like a book segment and talk about books and do it by theme and talk about other people's books, books that I loved, my books that I've written. And then also like some goodies, you know, cause before I even did this, I've always been a kind of person, like if I get something, I want to show you like, isn't this cool? Look what I did. Yeah. I love it. Look at my shirt. Isn't this fun? Like I'm very show and tell. And so this is kind of cool for me because now whenever I get my little goodies, I can show and tell you guys about it. And I don't know, it's fun for me. And, and so I was a little overzealous when I decided I was going to do these Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, because that was a lot of planning and that's a lot of content to come up with three hours a week worth of content 
which that's a lot then, yeah right and then amazon they want you to like show the products too and so if i don't have the product i have to i need to order it or whatever oh there's a dog oh that just <laughs> walked itself right in that door was closed mister for a reason how cute but yeah they um now i just i don't even remember what i was saying that was it the end oh okay <laughs> so are the lives like are they live only visible while you're live or can people go back and watch they can go back and watch them um like if they go to if, if they're listening if they go to kwebster.live we tested this out and it worked right yeah mm -hmm. it'll take it right to the storefront which is different than my author page like this is like a yeah. page and so basically if you scroll all the way to the bottom it'll show my most recent live stream and then oh, it'll okay. also say, do you want to watch the previous live streams? And you can click on that and it'll show you all of them. And so, you know, people can go back and look at them. Um, I've done like a dark romance one. I've done a forbidden romance one. I've done a uh, MM romance one. Um, I did one where I did a tour of my office and talked about, you know, all the stuff that I got for my little corner over here. Yeah. And um some other ones. Oh, I just did aliens. And, um, this week, in fact, me and Avery, my daughter, we're going to make s'mores on the next live stream. Oh, that'll be so fun. Yeah. When is that one? That one's going to be on Thursday. So I've changed it up instead of doing it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Friday, I'm going to try and shoot for like Thursdays and see how that works. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. You know, I'm still like trying things out to see what works, but we're going to do Thursday and we're going to talk about like kid books and stuff and YA books and things like that like because she's got some books that she likes and she we can talk about them while we make s'mores and I thought that would be so much fun and we could talk about like what she wants for Christmas and all of that she's gonna love that she is she's so excited yeah <laughs> so like it, like with my son Matthew I was like oh you know we could do one with your manga and your anime stuff and he was yeah like, like oh dude, you've got like so much like book stuff that's that's you know this this could make a whole show and he's just, he's just not, shy yeah so I, I thought well, well me and Avery will try it out and hopefully it goes okay and hopefully I mean she likes she's a little ham she likes to get in front of the camera so yeah she does she's <laughs> like Mabel uh -huh. they don't mind being the center of attention not at all no, that's that is their their role in our families <laughs> uh, yeah speaking oh and there's the producer right there producer. <laughs> shutting my door for me I told him I'm like Dutch just literally opened the door <laughs> that was shut Dutch was and like um can't keep me out yeah that's the second time he's done that anyway oh. um he's gonna get on the phone and his voice is so loud and booming that I'm like you better shut that door before you go get on the phone because otherwise we're all gonna be part of your conference call <laughs> right well what's funny is Matt listens to the tv really loud because he's you know all those concerts have made him a little bit deaf a little hard and, of hearing um, yeah and he um I was doing a live stream the other day and in the middle, I think in the middle of the live stream, I had to run downstairs and tell him to turn the TV down because it was so loud. I could hear it <laughs> in my live stream. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is not okay. And he was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> so he turned it down, but I was like, oh my gosh. 
it was yeah and and i don't know how these people who podcast all the time and live stream all the time especially if they've got people at home like we do i don't know how they deal with barking dogs and doorbells ringing and yeah i don't either i have no idea i don't know how you make your house soundproof because i just heard ty lugging the garbage truck down or the garbage can up into the side of the yard and I don't know, man. I, yeah. I try. It's easier that we're doing it without the kids home. Well, my kids used to have one at home, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's impossible. Oh yeah. I, give up. I, I just, I totally forgot that they were at school. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my own kid was at school. <laughs> well then. Oops. Oops. <laughs> I did a little quick check to the, the clock to make sure it wasn't time to pick her up. We're good. Okay. Be the first time I was going to say, did you even take her? Yeah. She's at school. She's at school. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mabel. So Mabel got her first vaccine last night and um, she woke up this morning and she was so cranky and she was just begging me she's like mom just let me stay home we can watch you know the show that we've been watching together all day long we can just be nice and cozy it'll be so fun please just let me stay home and I'm like no and then on top of that she ran late and so she's like do my hair I'm like what do you want me to do two french braids into a bun and blah and I'm like dude, we have like five minutes before you have to leave for the bus. I cannot possibly do all of that. So she got mad about that. And then she texted me 10 minutes after I dropped her off at the bus stop. Our bus just broke down on the side of the road. And now I'm going to be late for school. I told you I should have stayed in bed. Oh my gosh, poor kid. I know she's having a rough day. But I wanted to say, tell you one other story that you've already heard, but I feel like our audience would like to know. So we were watching a TV show and just out of nowhere, she turned to me and she goes, mom, you know what? You should write a book about a kidnapper and the girl that he kidnaps falls in love with him. I'll bet your readers would love that. I was just like, I didn't know what to do. Like you are 12. How? That's hilarious. So I was just like, yeah, you're right. That would be good. I don't know what to say. She is your kid made over. I know. It was so funny. Anyway, I had to tell that story. Like been there, done that. No. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You only have a slight clue what mommy does, right? Oh, and then her friend found my TikTok somehow and then sent her her friend and then sent her a link to my account and was like, is this your mom? And Mabel's like, mom, my friends are finding you on TikTok. And I was like, give me all of their handles. I will block all of them. Oh my gosh. How embarrassing for the kids. Uh, you know, I don't know. I th- For me, it's the opposite. It's not that I'm afraid of for like my kids' friends to find me and that's embarrassing or, or for them or whatever. It's that like I have a lot of nieces and nephews and they like to pop onto my lives and just <laughs> troll me, you know, like in a, not a mean way, but it's just like, you know, and Christy, and Christy, da, 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 hi, it's so and so. Hi, it's so and so. I'm like, I'm trying to work. <laughs> Go watch Peppa Pig. Oh. <laughs> 
watch Peppa Pig. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I have never been in a situation where a parent has known what I do. Hmm. I mean, back in Washington, uh, my friends who had kids my kids' age, they knew. But I've never been on in like have my kids out in the wild with people I didn't know before I started writing and then have them find out. So I'm interested to know if that's going to happen and how it will go. Like, will other parents judge me because of, you know, my content? Nah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if they do, that's just on them, you know? Yeah. It just it would make me sad if like they withheld their kid from mine because. No, you need to, this is what you need to do when they say, um, she said that you wrote these you know, raunchy romance books and blah, blah, blah. And you'd be like, yes, I'm an author. Isn't that wonderful? Oh my gosh, it's been <laughs> awesome. And I am just doing so well. You know, did you ever know that you would know an, an author like me? You know, like, I don't know. I would just like play it to be like, aren't you excited for me? Crazy, <laughs> 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 <me>, okay? <laughs> okay. Do you, like, you want my autograph? Practice. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did you want a book? I have some. Yeah. In back. Hold on, I'll get you a side book. Should I make it? To, should I make it out to Becky? <laughs> oh, there's a little girl that she sits with on the bus, and her mom always walks her to the bus stop too. And so we talk every day. And then she's she was talking about these kids that were unruly and getting out of control, and how um, they swear. And she's like, I don't know about you, but I don't want my kid listening to curse words. And I was just like, totally, I would hate that. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I have the mouth of a sailor and I don't hide it from my kids. So, yeah, so. She, she, she thinks that you're one of her, but you are not one of her. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully she, I know, hopefully she doesn't become better friends with that kid because that could go really wrong. <laughs> lady will be like I I thought you guys were good (laughs) oh well we'll see how's Avery doing at school she's doing good she's doing good she had some people kind of bullying her a little bit so she had to you know have a talk with the principal and all that so it was but then after that whose ass do we need to kick right i'm getting <laughs> she, on a plane <laughs> well she's she's got enough in her of her daddy in her that she was like before i went to, to go visit the principal i made a list of names i was like you go girl <laughs> that's awesome she's like you know presenting her list here okay she said because i didn't want to forget anybody and i was like okay <laughs> all right <laughs> but since then she's she's done better so hopefully hopefully she's okay for now good kids are mean kids are mean and I just all dicks yes they are and honestly it's like and then our kids that get picked on or whatever they are so emotional about it and I think back to when I was a kid and I was so emotional you know why are they picking on me and then I I, like you want to tell your little self like nobody cares about these people like in 20 years or whatever Mm -hmm. and the stuff that they're saying is just dumb, you know, like the, if you just ignore them, it doesn't even matter. Like, wh- why do we even care what they think, you know? I don't yeah. know? But obviously we had all this life experience and, 
you know they're not gonna listen to their mommies right exactly because we just don't understand I know but I wish I could go back to like my you know young teenage self and be like girl in like 20 something years or how many ever I'm not good at math when you become a 40 year old lady you aren't gonna care about any of this stuff and you are gonna just be doing your own thing and none of this is gonna matter you know yeah don't get upset but you know we can't do that no probably be a different person if you could though no I would be unstoppable yeah (laughs) (laughs) your ego would fill your house I would be a superhero (laughs) what does your coffee cup say today it says oh it's kind of dirty it says I turn books into coffee or no, I turn coffee into books. <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, that would be pretty magical. You brewing your books. <laughs> yeah, it, I turn, I almost said it wrong again. I turn coffee into books. Coffee into books. Yeah, which is the most accurate thing ever. Oh, and, and speaking of coffee and books, tomorrow I'm going over to my friend Aaron's house at one, we're going to do a live stream interview at her house. She's going to be interviewing me. That's how we met is because she signed me up for this. And, um, she has this like espresso machine and I hope she makes me some espresso. And then I don't know what will happen if I have espresso. I feel like I can conquer the world. Yeah. And then your next, uh, Amazon live will be all about your brand new thousand, a couple thousand dollar espresso machine. And Matt will be like, Christy, what is wrong with you? This is getting out of control. I'll be like, woo, I can, I can zoom now. I, I, I really am curious if, you know, what a shot of espresso will do for my anxiety. <laughs> Why is it that the, the most anxious people are addicted to coffee? probably why we're anxious because we're addicted to coffee truth true probably if we could wean ourselves off we'd be like wow we're not so anxious anymore i wonder why (laughs) i could stop taking my anxiety meds this is so weird we don't have caffeine running through our veins anymore (laughs) Uh, i'll stick to the caffeine (laughs) there's a lot of stuff you know like that I would be willing to give up. Like I, I can give up sweets and things like that yeah. and be healthier and give up all the DoorDash and all that. But please don't ask me to give up my coffee. Yeah. My coffee ain't hurting nobody. Right. It's just not hurting anybody. You, know? <laughs> you have to keep like that one vice, mm-hmm. you know, you just have to, otherwise you just, it won't feel worth it anymore. You know, coffee is definitely like my feel good I don't know. I, I think I put too much love into it because like, I feel like if I don't have it, then I'm incomplete. Yeah. <laughs> it's a personality trait at this point. <laughs> right? It totally is. <laughs> I like Jessica and her wine and, and, and yeah. me with coffee. Although when she comes to visit me, we, we, we have a break from the wine and she goes on a coffee bender. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A little wine detox and coffee right? bender. And then she's like, she's like, by the time I get home, I have to like wean myself back off this like coffee like high that I'm on. 
<laughs> so I'm like, here, want some coffee? Here, want some more coffee? <laughs> it's coffee time. <laughs> so speaking of turning coffee into books, what are you working on right now? I'm working on Triple Threat and it is a slow burn, which I was surprised by, but considering it's a reverse harem type trope, in order to do it justice, I really needed to do that because I need to get inside everybody's heads and not just fly through the storyline. Right. And so as a writer, and I, I don't know if you do this, but when you're writing, do you constantly the whole time go, is this too slow? Is this too boring? I'm bored. Are they bored? They're mm -hmm. bored. They're bored. Everybody's yeah. bored. Oh my gosh. Why am I even doing this? And then, you know, you peter off and don't really, you, you, you like, you kind of just like panic. And so it's slow burns. Whenever I write them, do that for me. Like I kind of panic, like, is this going too slow? Is this, you know, whatever. But then when I read back through it, I'm so thankful that I suffered through it because it does turn out good and it's meatier and it, you know, it, it adds more to the story. But at the time it, those are, those are more difficult to write. I think. Yeah, I think so too. It's, it's gratifying to write the exciting scenes and the steamy scenes. And those are, you know, but the other part is just as important. It's just not as gratifying. And you just constantly doubt yourself thinking, right. is this boring? Cause there's no action and there's no sex going on. So is it boring? Are, you know? Yeah. Right. I totally yeah. get it. Exactly. Yeah. Because when you write those steamy scenes or the, you know, the suspenseful scenes or whatever, or the ones with lots of like snappy dialogue or whatever, yeah, they go fast. Mm -hmm. When you're writing, like you're trying to build up their inner, you know, inner or their backstory and all this stuff. And you're trying to like make all these threads kind of come together. It's just, it is boring. Yeah. So, but then, but then you, you, yeah, you it and then it's not right. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand how that works, but yeah. When you read back through it, you're like, Oh, this is witty. Oh, this is, you know, Oh, I can feel, you know, something brewing between them. And like, you feel all of the emotions, but writing it out, it's just like, right. this is a snooze fest. Right. Well, and that's why it's fun to like, um, write a novella in between mm. these kinds of stories or something, because then you kind of condense a story into a smaller you know, book and everything does move a lot quicker, you know, and I do like to do those because then I get my gratification. I don't know if mm -hmm. you're it, Yeah. It, it literally is. It's like a hit of dopamine or whatever, you know, just to like get that little, whatever it is, sexy right. scene or ac yeah. action scene. Exactly. <laughs> what about you? What are you, what are you working on? Uh, well, I was working on the next Briggs Ferry Bay, which is teacher, student, and like all kinds of forbidden. And that was going really well until I realized the holidays are coming up and I have another biker book that's releasing in February and I should probably do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I started on that. I'm not too far in. I think I'm like 7,000 words in. But it is the, it's going to be the darkest book I've ever written. Mm. And um, 
which is saying a lot because you know I've read the other books in your biker series and they're they're dark are they I guess I well I just barely proofed the audio for Birdie's Biker and there are a lot of scenes in there that I was like whoa i I really put that in there. Like I was surprised at how dark it was. I guess I kind of forget. Um, but yeah, this one's going full, like pitch black. It's good. It's really intense, but it's good. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited too. And Bexley's biker just released and it did really well. And yeah, as soon as I can um, get over the, the end of the month, then I'm going to be diving back in. And I even set my editing date so that I have a deadline and I will force myself to do it. And yeah, that's what I'm working on. You're doing good. I, I realized that I have an anthology story due in, I don't know, like less than a month. I was like, Oh, so I'm does it, to it has to be edited um I think maybe the they're gonna edit it like the anthology okay but oh, okay and and actually the story I'm really excited to write it's mm and um we were it was for it's for the heart to heart anthology and it, it's got like really awesome mm authors in it that I'm really excited to be with um and we kind of basically all of the readers submitted like character names and jobs and like oh, all fun. this stuff and then we got to go in and pick whatever we wanted for our characters and then we it, it, I, basically they'll give credit to whoever got chosen yeah. or whatever it just makes it more interactive and fun yeah and um my story is gonna be epic it's gonna be about basically two people who would never get lost get lost Mm. and I mean because their personalities won't allow for it and um so there's a it's it's gonna be quirky and and cute and I, I'm just excited I can't wait to write it oh that's it's exciting gonna, what's the genre like what I would say it's a um like mm contemporary straight up contemporary yeah I oh, mean that'll be fun yeah I kind of like um I'm trying to think what I could just, I, I don't know, like maybe the sweetness of like, he made me stay, but not the dark, darker elements of it, but like, yeah. the, the, you know, the cute character interactions that they had and how that well they meshed and, but they're both kind of like had their issues and this will be the same way this, these characters will have their issues and but it'll be fun watching them overcome them and it'll be a challenge to do that in 10 to twelve thousand words yeah yeah that's always a challenge <laughs> right but I am I'm excited and maybe if I mean I don't know I don't know what'll happen a lot of times I just write these little short stories and then people are like you gotta write more and I'm like yeah no <laughs> yeah <laughs> have you ever expanded on a novella I have I did with Dane it was oh yeah it was just a little christmas story and then i added to it and then i also added to red hot winter Mm, it was right because that was just audio right and then um those are the two off the top of my head that i can think of but i don't do it often because i basically write that story like trying to make it as complete as possible Mm -hmm. 
in that little time frame. So I don't, you know. Oh, and then the same thing with Hood River Rat. I kind oh, of right. I well, and I guess that was more of I just did the readers dirty and left them on a cliffy, but yeah. But then I wrote the full book and then it wasn't a cliffy. So mm-hmm. that was sad for those people who had who read that and had to wait that for really to get sad. the book. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of them. I oh. was one of those sad people. <laughs> it was funny as I had it end on this one part and it was like not that good of a cliffy. And so I begged to, and let them give me a few, like, you know, 8,000 more words so I could end it on a really good cliffy. And they were like, sure. Yeah. Okay. So I did it. And I was like, mm, that's so evil. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I have a hard time not writing a full story so when I write a novella most of the time I'm probably going to expand it mm-hmm. just because I feel like I'm not ready to ever leave those characters because it's just so like wham bam thank you ma'am and like wait a minute I want to cuddle <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I do and I miss I miss the characters and so like um like on the love trips which is in that a final family affair anthology that oh, I yeah. do like I, I love their little story and it's so short and to the point because it's it's for the anthology but you know if I if I thought I could expand on that I might you know because they're it was cute so ready for another full-length taboo I know and you know I I am telling myself that, that that's going to happen in 2022 and I want to write and expand more in the wild world um so i I put a little bit of a um, a little snippet in the back of the wild and free collector's edition Mm -hmm. of what I want to do and so I just need to sit down and actually write it but it would be it would be taboo Mm -hmm. so and we get to see everybody again so that'd be fun yeah that would be really fun I just don't want to make any promises until I don't want to tell anybody about it until it's done so then I can be like surprise <laughs> yeah except for you just to tell people <laughs> right right because oh yeah oops well you know what I mean like I don't want it to be like teaser for it or whatever you know right yeah because then everybody'd be like did you write it yet did you write it yet are you gonna write it yet did you write it yet and I'll be like I can't take the pressure I'm melting <laughs> and then your opposition defiance disorder would kick in and you'd be like I don't even want to do it now <laughs> I'm not writing this book ever you can't make me <laughs> Think about how many those you- characters live with Zeke now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Zeke. Yes. At any time. And it's really sad. It's just, Zeke is just one of those stories that I just could not, I, I have like 20,000 words on yeah. the second part of the book. I just can't make it go anymore. And I can't, I don't know. I, I almost considered releasing it as like bonus scenes or something, yeah. but um, still to this day, people are like, is there going to be any more Zeke? And what I just tell Zeke? Them, yeah. And I just tell him now Zeke died. Zeke's dead. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I'm like, I'm sorry, but he died. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't coming back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh-huh. Yes. It's been a while. And still to this day, you get that question. about. Right. And I feel, I feel bad because, you know, as readers, like, you know, when I have an author and they write something and I like it and then they can't write more of it, 
I'm disappointed. And I'm like, oh, yeah. why aren't you going to write more? But you know, when you're the writer, you totally understand because yep. if you can't make, make it work, you're just, I could, I could literally sit down and fly through a really good book that I really want to write in just like two weeks flat. If I was really motivated, you know, like that's yeah. how the wild, it came out really fast. But if you sit and try to make me do something that I don't want to do, it'll take months and months and months and months and months. Yeah. And I just, I'd rather and you could do it. Like you could push it out, but it wouldn't be right. I'd rather it spend that be you. Yeah. I'd rather spend that exciting energy on something I really want to write that the readers are also going to love. They just don't yeah. know that. So, right. Yeah. Uh, so we are getting to the end. I felt like that hour just kind of really flew by. It really did. And let me say something really quick. Okay. Okay. For all of the listeners who follow this subject weekly, we discovered another person in Misty's camp. Oh yes, for, we for, did. What what is this thing called? The again? Aphantasia camp. Right, where they don't visualize the story in their heads. Don't visualize anything, and, yeah. Right. And it came from the 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 most unlikely sources, my son. He he could not believe that I could visualize the story in my head, like was blown away. And I was like, yeah wait, you don't see that? And he said, no. And he said, why do you think I don't like to read books? And I said, you like, you have lots of books. He said, yeah, they have pictures like the manga and stuff. He's yeah. like, it helps me visualize what's happening. He said, I don't understand how you can just look at all these words and like, see what's happening. I was like, oh my gosh. And I could have withheld that information from you, but no, I confess. You, you told me. <laughs> yeah. And I was so excited and I'm going to have us shirts made. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. He's going to love that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he'll wear it every single day, yes. but it makes me so happy to have a little bit of Webster in my camp. Yep. Yep. And now my husband, we, I went and asked him and he was like, and, and Avery too, they, yep. they both were like, no, we're like you, but Matthew was like you are. So I, I thought that was really, really interesting. And, you know, it really just blew my mind because I wasn't expecting someone in my own family to be that way. Just the, cool, the cool kids club. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was funny. I figured that the listeners would probably think that was an interesting little update. <laughs> yeah. When my parents were here last week, we were talking about it and my dad doesn't, but my mom does um, visualize. And then you know, Mabel does and Ty does, but Lorelai doesn't. So I have, um, my family's pretty split mm -hmm. down the middle. I'll have to start asking my extended family because I don't know about them, but, um, it sounds, it's weird that your oldest child and my oldest child are the same, you know? Yeah. So, and their personalities are, they have a lot of similarities similar too. Yeah. So that's why they're gonna, there are weeds yeah we gotta move them into a little weed camp and they can ignore the world and play games forever and ever yeah <laughs> that's <a good> plan <laughs> right oh our kids uh you know they're they're not ready for this world <laughs> no not ready for this world either uh, so what are you reading or listening to right now are you you've been really busy have been really busy. I've been to the bookstore and I've bought books. I'm trying to even think. I bought some um, 
graphic novels. I bought this book about pandemic and like, um, it looks like it's nonfiction. I, I don't know. It looked really interesting, but um, I haven't been reading that much like at all. And it's because I have just been so busy and that is no yeah, excuse. You've been really I, busy. But I haven't even listened to audiobooks. And you know, I've been, wow. having, yeah, I haven't been doing any reading at all. And I think it's what because about when you cook, I've just been standing there. Oh, I don't know. What's wrong book. I know. I, need, <laughs> I, I think it's because my brain is just going like 90 to nothing lately that yeah. I, I can't even think about anything except for what I'm going to do next. Yeah. You know, and so I can't shut my brain off and uh, it's coming to a point where I'm, I'm kind of like easing up some things that I've been doing and I can kind of hopefully slow down a little bit, but I do have a deadline that I'm working on. So I think once I get past that, then I could relax a little bit. So yeah. And read. Yeah. I yeah I am always I haven't the last couple weeks have been kind of slow but I did listen to hold on a second I gotta bring it up uh I kind of binge listened to Gianna Darling's um Fallen Men series because it came to audio and I was like I need daddy Zeus in my ears. So I binge listened to that series and it was just as good as it was the first time I read it. Um, and now I'm listening to Mafia Bride by CD. How do you say her last name? Reese? 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 CD Reese. We'll say. Um, and that's like a trilogy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, sold off to a guy and then married and it's going I really I'm enjoying it and then I've been reading well I haven't really been doing much reading to be honest with you but I started Kiss of Death by Mary Elizabeth usually I kind of read as she writes but it didn't work out this time and so I'm excited to read that one it's supposed to be really good that is what I'm reading and listening to cool I have a bunch of um books loaded on my kindle ready to go and i'm still you know making my way through some books that i started but i don't know i i i feel like i'm if i'm going to read or listen to anything right now i'm going to listen to something that's like nonfiction, like i don't know something that has to do with business or i don't know something like that cuz that's just where my brain is right now yeah so maybe i'll maybe i'll maybe i'll listen to a christmas one <gasps> Oh, that's a good idea. Are there Christmas audiobooks? There are. And actually, I'll tell you my favorite one. Okay. Um, hold on a second because I gotta bring it up. It is called Nick and Noel. I remember Nick and Noel, but what else? Oh my gosh. Sometimes the Audible app, I swear it's it's the worst it doesn't let you search it's so it's so unintuitive Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous okay it's nick and noelle's christmas playlist it's by cody hall it's adorable okay all right and i listened to that one last year and i just adored it so cool there you go so i also thought about listening to a scary one since it's almost halloween Oh yeah. Like a thriller or something, just something different that's spooky or something like with ghosts. So I can 
<laughs> so I could really be afraid of my attic. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Um, I'll have to give you a couple of recommendations because every Halloween I end up listening to something similar. Last year I listened to like a necromancer one that was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, you'll have, look to, those up. you'll have to go through your little list and send me some favorites because I'm I can't even find anything right now. I'm just like, Bleh. yeah. Well, you got a lot going on. Yeah. And look at that beautiful space you created. I know. I mean, just sat here the whole hour having space envy. Oh well. And next year I'm gonna. I totally forgot to mention this while I was on here. Oh yeah. But for anybody who likes dark romance and creepy crime thrillery type stuff the whole pretty little dolls series box set came out today so that was a, a and special. she is thick she shall read just saying that yeah it's a big it's a big thick book and it's so pretty yeah it is really pretty so it's and it's been fun like listening to everybody like we've been having reviews come through for people who read the box set and it's like reminding us of how it was in the beginning so yeah Exciting. everybody loves Benny. Benny maybe we'll see him in a movie one day I hope so because <laughs> I need to go to a premiere party you know we ain't gonna do that oh, we yes, would just will. whoever makes the movie will make you no, I, I told Jessica I'm going to send her as my stand-in and she's going to get a blonde Because <laughs> she's really good at schmoozing with people. Right. That would be awesome. I'll be like, um, what is it uh, on that movie, Roxanne? I'll be like the, in her little earpiece. Her ear. <laughs> Say this. Do this. Tell them about this. <laughs> Step away from one table. <laughs> You know, Jessica wouldn't listen to you like five oh. minutes in. She'd be tossing that thing out of her ear and she, winging it. Like, yeah, tossing a little plant when she walks by. <laughs> Somebody's going to walk by that plant and be like, I have had too much to drink because I swear that plant is talking. <laughs> oh, that's exactly how it would go. <laughs> well, um, we will be back. We kind of had a little accidental break from our two week schedule, but hopefully nothing will happen and we'll be back in two weeks. Yes. We'll, we'll do our best. Fingers. We're, we're trying. Yep. So remember to subscribe and, um, on YouTube mm -hmm. and I don't know. Do you follow or do you subscribe on Spotify or any of those other ones? I have no idea. I just think that you subscribe maybe and it yeah. sends you reminders or whatever. Yeah. And, and then you'll be alerted every single time we release one of these fun little hours. Exactly. I know. I know. I feel like I don't know how people are entertained, but my sister, she says she listens to us all the time and other people listen to us and you know, like I always say, our 40 listeners, they're there for it. <laughs> they are. And I just found out last week that my dad is one of them. What? Yeah. He's like, I, I've been listening to your podcast. I'm like, okay, that puts a little bit of pressure on me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so glad he didn't tell me that before we did the recording of this, because I would have felt like, so like, oh my gosh, you know, you know, I would, I would have been proper. <laughs> been all professional 
your posture would have been straighter. Right? Exactly. <laughs> would have been slouching in the chair over here, like. <laughs> uh, so, hi, Dad. If you um, do indeed listen to this, this will be the test because if you don't mention this moment to me, then I will know you are a big fat liar. But if he does, we're going to call him number forty-one. Right. Yeah. Follower for <laughs> 41. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we will see you in two weeks. Thanks. For Thank listening. you for joining us. <laughs>